Hi, everyone. It is Stephen Schleicher. And before we get into this week's stunning episode, stunning episode, fantastic episode, an episode that will keep you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Before we get into this week's episode of Critical Hit, uh, you may have heard this already. If not, then uh, prepare yourself because Magic the Gathering is now part of the Dungeons and Dragons Ultimate Fantasy RPG game. Yes, maybe you've heard about this. Plane Shift Zendikar. Uh, what uh, Wizards of the Coast has done is they've taken the world of Zendikar and they've created a PDF document that you can then use as a template to build Dungeons and Dragons adventures in. They go through the races, they go through monsters, they tell you how to use the current player's handbook, uh, 5th uh, edition, to go in and uh, basically skin creatures. It's totally free PDF over at uh, wizardsofthecoast.com. Uh, you can go find it over there. The reason I'm bringing this up is because this was announced on Wednesday, a night that we record Critical Hit. And after we were done recording the main show, we sat around for about oh, 20, 30 minutes or so talking about this, what it means, what the implications are. Now, not everyone was completely familiar with it, but uh, if you want to take a listen to that conversation, head over to the VIP site, members.majorspoilers.com. That's where you can download this bonus content where we're discussing about this, our initial reactions to this and what we think it means for future gameplay. And then uh, we'll probably come back and, and revisit this again in a couple of weeks. I know that Sam has already had a chance to go through this in detail and has some uh, even deeper thoughts than what uh, than what she's talking about in, in the conversation. But we'll also come back and revisit this, like I said, in a couple of weeks. But if you want that, go over to members.majorspoilers.com. You only have to be a bronze member and higher in order to access it. Sign up if you're not already. If you are, thank you. You are the people that make this site run and go week after week after week. But head over there, grab all your bonus content, and uh, check it out. All right, that's all I wanted to share. And now here's this week's episode of Critical Hit. This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. Thank you for your support of Major Spoilers and the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member... Go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. Welcome to Critical Hit of Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and sharing this episode with a friend. We are back. Last time, uh, I don't know, we were doing things, taking a nap, sleeping. Yeah, mostly the sleeping. The, mostly the sleeping. So let's get back to that, shall we? <laughs> oh, incredible. <yeah. laughs> Fantastic. So many people just threw their headphones down. <laughs> Hopefully they were tweaked audio headphones that they got by going to tweakedaudio.com and using the checkout code MAJOR and getting 33% off the price. And, and it would have been difficult to throw them down since they have that form, ear form-fitting noise-canceling technology that's so good. <laughs> they are. They really are good. Tweakedaudio.com. In any case, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that felt weird. It was like a, I had a cross podcast. Yeah, capitalist hiccup there. Yeah, they, they uh, sponsor everything at Major Sponsor. Yeah. So. yeah, they're good guys. Good guys at Tweaked Audio. So uh, we'll start up in Sakar's room. Um, Sakar is lying on his bed. Ked is on his bedroll. There's an eagle on a chair. 
Um, and it's pretty late at night. Everybody's uh, sleeping relatively peacefully. When suddenly, uh, Sakar starts having another attack. Um, uh. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, like black go. veins all over his uh, body um, and uh, random parts of him seem to disappear and it uh, it seems like it's tied to the veins. Like the veins turn black and then it's like an, I don't know, like an invisibility liquid gets pumped through them and as they basically spread it throughout the body, parts go uh, invisible but then uh, after a little bit come back also this seems to be happening to like his clothes now huh. which wasn't happening before hmm. and i assume nothing with the bird uh the bird seems interested in what's happening <laughs> as in somebody's like freaking out over there all right so we're gonna rule out primal uh were was anybody's room like right next to this one Sure. We'll say uh, Randa says in the next room over. Pound on the wall. <laughs> okay. It's happening so, again. Get over here. But okay. okay. Alright. Randa's uh, walks in. Also, if it's invisibility potion pumping through his veins, I'm blaming Randa's. Not my fault. Uh, yeah, basically, Sakar is like up in the like you know the corner, like the corner of the room, like where the ceiling and the walls meet. He's like clambered up there. Uh, that's weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is weird. The, uh, uh, I'm gonna well first. I, I'm gonna try to like kind of place a hand on Sakaar or like on his shoulders or whatever I can reach and uh, see if it makes him intangible? Uh, it does not. If you try to touch an invisible part, you can still feel him. Also, he's largely ignoring you. You might get, uh, you know, an elbow to the face because he's kind of thrashing, but uh, he's not like trying to attack you or anything. Wake up. <laughs> Are you okay? Hey, you, you feel great now. What yeah. are you doing? You're up on the ceiling, though. Is he not falling? That. Well, he, like, wedged oh. himself in there, so it's like, <laughs> when, when he comes to, he's got, like, his elbows in the walls and everything. It's not like he was telekinetically drug up there. He Right, right. He, he wasn't, he, like, lifted up or anything. He just perched himself up there. Yeah. Yep. Carefully lower myself. Down. Okay. Well, it was next to the bed, so you know, you uh, land on your bed. <laughs> Do I recall anything this time? Yeah. Other than Al. Yeah, it just hurt a lot. You remember doing everything you did, but it was mostly involuntary. It just got kind of a pain reflex. Hmm. That one seemed more intense. Yeah. <sighs> It's really not good. Uh, yep, the eagle just kind of looks at the three of you and turn. And the bird was all right. See you right there. Oh, well. Uh, guess we know it's not primal. Or at least not 
<sighs> I don't know. Uh, Sparkle might have had some something there with the. Uh, he had something to do with the blast. Well, yeah. I try to see if I can get any kind of energy readings or anything here. Should okay. I go wake the other two? How late is it? Or early? It's pretty late, but because it's pretty late, Orem is almost certainly awake. That's true. Orem's always awake. Uh, might get well, Orem is almost, almost certainly, certainly done with his meditation. Yes, with my exactly. four hours. Exactly. Yes, I'll exactly. go knock on Orem's door. Who is it? Uh, hmm? Who is it? It's Cat. It happened again. What's that? Uh, Sakar. His body tried to disappear. Oh, okay. Open the door, come out with all my stuff. Randis is looking at him right now. It doesn't seem to have affected any spirits in the area. Hmm. Go into the room. Mm-hmm. I've been... Sakar. I don't mean to offend, but some people are very spiritual, not nature, you know, with your primal energies or anything. Could you have possibly angered a god or somebody that you worship? I know Ket has been in trouble with some people, some gods before. Could you also be in trouble with some gods? I can't imagine so. Hmm. They. So he would have had to dump something significant to get their ire. Well, lying, cheating, stealing, those kinds of things no. anger gods. Not, not. For this sort of direct intervention. Oh, okay. We're talking selling a temple to another god. Mm. So you haven't sold any temples or anything? Or I'm desecrated? not sure. You haven't desecrated any? That I'm just asking. I'm trying to figure this out. We've been in each other's company. Uh, not, not my company. <laughs> so, um, Little Sparkle can hear everybody talking in the next room over if she wants to come over too. <laughs> sure. She'll wake up. Yep. Hey, look, it's all the boys. They're all having a little slumber party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boys <She's> only. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is like brushing some feathers back into place that have ruffled in her sleeve. Yep. What's going hey. on? Uh, apparently, Sakar had another attack. Sorry, didn't mean to wake you. Oh, it's okay. Uh, uh this is not good. No. Mm. It is less than ideal. <sighs> is there uh, but there's nothing you're not telling us that could help us out, right? I mean you're not I mean have some illness that we need to know of or anything like that. There's nothing that I am aware of that would be germane to the situation that I am not telling you. There's not like a voodoo doll of you that, you know, someone keeps we're usually not supposed to know about that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Again, anyone whom I have angered, separate of our company, would have been several months ago at this point. It seems highly coincidental that anything like that could happen at the point that we are entering a strange territory. I yeah. think that there's something new, but I'm not certain what. Uh, I mean, it's, like I said, possible that you, something from that explosion is sickening you, though, I mean, I took a fair bit of it, too, and I'm not, they don't seem to be affected, but 
who knows, maybe it works differently on Kenku and humans. I think we all took at least some, did we not? Well, no, I was guys, hiding behind these it. Guys, yeah, these guys got maybe knocked back by the shockwave, but you guys actually got, you know, explosion. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have something, no, Randis, that can do any readings? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> going out the devices. Yep. Huh? Uh, go ahead, and you, you want to give me an arcana check and yeah. check his arcane energies? Yep. Basically, wiring up some gadgets, connecting yeah. goggles, and... Wiring up the gadgets. Do I still have that gym? I don't know. Is that in your uh, character? I have to look. I thought I gave it to somebody. Man, you guys are rolling for crap. Are we not? Yes. Uh, Other than my two 19s, have we gotten above a 5? <laughs> I did. It, yeah, I did. and the one not 20. The spot a monkey. Yes. <laughs> a pickpocketing monkey. Yep. Um, I'll pull out my foe stone, actually, because it would tell me if Sakaar had any vulnerabilities. And if something, say, giving him a vulnerability, then that would be relevant. Uh, okay. Uh, nothing uh, comes up from what Randus can see. I pull out my sword. Okay. Hey. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, the foe stone, does the foe stone require a roll or anything? Nope. It just tells you vulnerabilities? Yeah, it tells me vulnerabilities and his lowest defense. Oh, what is Sakaar's lowest defense? Sakaar's <laughs> lowest defense, uh, it's actually a tie. Sakaar has one. the same reflex and will. I'm going to okay. go with probably will. Okay, his lowest defense as well. Does he have any vulnerabilities? He does not seem to, now. Okay. I've never had any vulnerabilities, how dare you? So Oren pulls out the sword. Hey. Hi. Yes. Um, this is an odd question. Okay. Sakar over there. Uh-huh. Turn the tip around so the eyeball can see him. Oh, yeah. He's your friend. Mm, yeah, okay. Um... There's some weird things going on with him. Do you have any kind of a magical read on maybe what could be causing him to get black veins and disappear randomly? I can talk into his mind. Can you try that? Okay. Hey, man, what's up? You hear Sakar hears in his head. <laughs> I'm not certain. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna... Uh, See if I can find anything in here, okay? This won't <laughs> hurt. Suddenly, Sakar here like just gets like this terrible headache. Hmm. And then it goes away. That was very unpleasant. Yeah, he's got lots of friends. There's like this tiefling guy, and he's his friend. And there's like this lady. She's nice. She's like a nice lady. Uh-huh. But does that any of that explain why he's having these weird things happening to him? Mm, I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's worth a look then. 
put my sword back. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Anything? No. That. Poke my backpack. Okay. Guy comes out. Have you seen what's going on? Uh, well, I'm awake now because of it. Me too. Uh, he's starting to lose... Oh, visibility? Extreme like pain. his eyes are going? Hmm? No, like like he's becoming see-through. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> right. Except this one causes him extreme pain and he's not in control of it. Oh, that would be a problem. Anything you've ever heard of? Mm, could be a curse. Could be... A magical disease. They have those. The mm. Eldrin friend there. I'm sure he's seen some weird stuff in the Feywild. Yeah, this isn't ringing any bells for him. Oh. Well, if I had to guess, um, if it happens at regular intervals, it might be a curse. Uh, it could be a gash of some kind. If somebody told him not to do something and he's been doing it, a gash, huh? Mm-hmm. Have you been told not to do anything that you've been doing? I'm not sure how to answer that question. Maybe the other way around? Yeah. Uh, well, guy thinks there's about three options. A uh, curse, a uh, magical disease, or a gash. What's a gash? Your guess is as good as mine. Aha, <laughs> 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 Brian. Uh. <laughs> you are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is my favorite this week. <laughs> wow. Ooh. What the heck has Sam done? How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> good point. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. No, what is it, really? Yeah. Um, based on context, I'm assuming what I, like, is this like uh, geese? Dragon's geese? Right. The correct spelling of, or the correct pronunciation, from what I understand, of G-E-A-S is gesh. Okay. Uh, basically, you are magically told to do or not do something and if you don't listen to what the oh, entity that's like telling it. you to do it says uh, bad things happen is the very general gist of it so anybody with magic could do this um I know it's a very specific spell yeah. mm. or something maybe a god could do ah I'm not aware of any that I can think of. Uh, um, uh, guy shrugs like he would know. He would have to know. Otherwise, it doesn't work. All right. So, curse it is. Yay! Hmm. 
But how does one acquire a curse without realizing that one has acquired a curse? I view. Uh, Did you pick up anything strange? Could they have cursed your family and it's just kind of seeping down to you? The only strange things I've picked up, Warden Duthane and Master <laughs> Rivendorn have also interacted with. Hmm. What's that? The device the, in the storage oh, bay. Well, Who opened the crate? Uh, well, no. It was happening before then. Happened yeah. before that? Okay. Are you Did sure you're not allergic to fish? There, there should be a way to check if he's cursed. Do I have a, a curse check thingy? You have a curse check. Yeah, you can actually try to check to see if he's cursed. I curse will check. roll and see. Would it be an arcana? Yeah. Yeah. Well... The thing is, you can actually be cursed by any of the major power sources except uh, Marshall, oh. except Marshall, uh, unless you count like a broken shin a curse. Um, <laughs> so yeah, curse you with a stuck toe. Yeah, pretty much. I oh. will do an Arcana check to see if there are any curses that I can detect. Okay. Check religion. Wow. The knight's rolls are not good. I rolled a thirty-one. Luckily, you have you have pretty good arcana. Um, So, uh, Orem sits the car down and starts. um, I don't know, sprinkling him with stuff and everything, and nothing really seems to react. Hmm. Nothing. Wait, I've got something else I could do too. Uh, let me look in my... Let me try one more thing. Oh, I'm going to try religion. See if any of the gods have... Do you, do you have any ideas how to check for this, Randus? Because I'm not uh, certain. Help me out here. I apparently have a good deal of... religious knowledge, so I'm guessing Randus would know something. Sure, you can back him up on this. All right. At least provide me with the uh, component. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. So that's going to be, what, a 31 total? Yep. yep. If Brandis is helping Cat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, basically, we'll say that <laughs> um, one of, like, basically, Randis and Cat kind of, like, huddle over Sakar to do some stuff, like, take a step back. And, like, Sakar has, like, an egg in his mouth. And it's, like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not turning black or, like, some kind of, like, weird spider chicken isn't hatching out of it. So it's not lol. Yep. Nope. Nothing, nothing seems to be happening. Try this symbol. No? Okay. <laughs> Try this symbol. No? Okay. This but- one. No? Okay. Let me see your hand. Could I use history revealed? <laughs> He's not asking history. to roll a history check. Yay! He's asking okay. to use a specific uh, ritual. Ritual. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Can I do a nature check on myself? 
when you complete the ritual, you mm-hmm. touch a willing or helpless creature and see the most defining moments of the creature's life. The mm-hmm. images appear in order from the most important to the least. Your arcana check determines the number of past scenes you see. The scenes you view are those most pivotal to the creature's history and are not chosen by any agency. Performing this ritual more than once on the same creature invariably displays the same scenes unless the creature has experienced defining moments since the last time you performed the ritual. Uh, so the answer is yes, but these are the most significant moments in yeah. Sakar's life, which if he's not telling you, the only, the only way this works is if he's lying to you. Mm, okay. Well, but then again, I mean, if he was told to do something that he's not doing, it may not be the most significant part of his life. Right. Basically, what I'm saying is he would know what this is if he knows what this is. Ah, if it's, oh, okay, if okay. it's something that's happened to him. Okay, okay. The only way history revealed shows you something mm-hmm. is if he's lying to you. Okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? You see yeah, the oh, no, I understand what you're saying. At? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He still thinks I'm lying, though. Uh, of course. I, was, I still want to use it. <laughs> Can I roll a nature check on my own nature? Uh, yep. You want to commune with the spirits again, or? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, do, I have, go ahead. do I have any spirits that I might have uh, brung with me, like a spirit of my hat or something? No. Um, that, tends, that tends to be what uh, shamans do. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you, you do have uh, spirit affinities, Spirit, please don't squeeze the shaman, eh? Okay. Um, I will check with the nature and commune with the nature of the natural nature. Okay. Go ahead and give me a nature check. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Bat nuggets. Uh, So far, I've rolled a two, a three, a four, and a five, and I think I've rolled them in order. So I'm going to try this again and see if I get a six. That's not going to happen because it's not for a roll for anything. Yeah, you don't do it because it'll be a... Oh, oh, seven! Wow, that's pretty close. (laughs) All right, so uh, Sakaar concentrates and um, basically there's a um, little, like, basin thing here with water. Um, That starts gurgling and uh, this... uh, pink glowing creature comes out of it Uh Um, it's you know maybe about the size of a grown man's hand at most um kind of snaky and has uh, four little tiny legs and these weird growths on its head And it just kind of, like, swims towards the car, even though it's not in any water. And we can all see this? Yep, you can all see it. The eagle seems particularly interested in it. What Does is it? Does the eagle look like he's going to eat it? Uh, not yet. <laughs> it's a spirit. So is the Probably eagle. Extend his hand. Okay, it lands on his hand. Using the ineffable uh, thing that you do with the thing and then, you know, like that. He communicates with the thing. Okay. Well, what does he say to it? Hello, thing. Hello. 
I am experiencing some strange discomfort upon arriving in your land. I uh-huh. wondered if you might have any idea of the nature of it. I have no idea. Did you eat anything bad? No. Did you swim anywhere bad? No. Did you eat anything bad? (laughs) There are no spirits in this area that cause people to simply feel pain. Oh, there's disease spirits. Those are around. But nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing powerful that would strike and then leave and come back. I don't think. Well, there's that. And he points at the eagle. Mm, I'm, I'm that one's friendly. That. <laughs> oh, okay. What kind of spirit are you? What language is the spirit speaking? It's speaking in a language you can all understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's the language of wash basins and everyone knows it that's right no that one came with us well thank you small friend I appreciate your assistance you may return okay bye and it swims back towards the basin So, if we've eliminated the magical, if we've seemingly eliminated the primal, and it's unlikely that I'm under some sort of duress of a god, then clearly this may have something to do with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we eliminate the possibility that I had been cursed somehow? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, the roles weren't great, but these guys seem convinced. Mm. But we still have the possibility yeah. of a magical disease, maybe? Mm. I think Randis would have caught that. Would it seem unusual for a magical disease to be hit and miss like this? I mean, you guys really—you guys really don't know too much about magical illnesses. Well, disease, no, but you know, it being magical, maybe. That, yeah, it just kind of depends. And this doesn't seem like anything you've heard of in your magical texts of Eldrin lore. I don't, and nothing that comes up. I've never seen anything like this before. Oh. Well, granted, our libraries are still in somewhat of a disarray, but... Any historical plagues? Historical plagues. Roll a history check. Mm. I'll I'll let you roll a history check. (laughs) I can try it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! History check number three. (laughs) In the history of critical hit. 35. Holy crap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oram Oram recalls several historical plagues, um, none that have these symptoms, uh, but, you know, the thing with magical diseases is that um, 
they tend to have medical symptoms. So, for example, um, one disease that you might catch in the Feywild is um, twins disease, which creates another version of you that walks around and like messes with things. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, certain magical herbs cure it, and then your evil twin goes away. So it's like the symptoms are weird. So this could match that in that the symptoms could be literally anything for a magical disease. <laughs> I think you have all the magical diseases. Oh, good. Or I'm that, like WebMD. I have no idea what that is, but okay. That was out of character. Oh, uh, I see. I would never say such an obnoxious thing if I weren't sick. <clears throat> Oh wait! No wait! How is? Yeah, I got, I got nothing. Hmm. Well, and is there any way we can check if it's a? And again, no disrespect, but is it maybe a mental condition? Sakar raises an eyebrow. Not a particularly natural one, right? I mean, you did get hit. You're, maybe there's. Something that got knocked around a little harder that could be causing this? I've been hit regularly True. for the majority of my life. Okay. Much as long as I've known him. I'm not aware of anything unusual. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there is... Because if it's not, I mean, we've kind of ruled out everything, right? No, we couldn't we've have ruled kind out. Kind of anything. ruled out everything that we've that we've come up with. That we <laughs> we've ruled out everything we've thought of. Yes, I think. Well, I guess magical disease is the only one that we can't effectively check. Right. I mean, could it have anything to do with the uh, Donesti's relics, or uh, your family, or your old adventuring party? I'm not, I, I can't certainly say for certain, no, but again, the timing seems inopportune and very unlikely that it, it seems that someone would affect me here. I mean, if we look for the simplest solution, it would seem that the new surroundings are the most likely. But but it's not a nature issue. It's not an issue with nature. That's what the little thing said. Well, it said that it wasn't aware of anything, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the nature... The si I'm here. Mm -hmm. Here may not be the problem. Are you too far away from home? I don't believe so. Well, well maybe you'll adapt over time if that's the issue. I, I don't I really don't know. I think at this point much as our travel plans we don't have enough information to continue without Forging on and dealing with what would come. What happens if yeah. this 
attacks you in the middle of a fight, or even or worse, while we're in the air. Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid that's a bridge we'll have to cross when we arrive. If you're up for it. I mean, we could wait, and maybe Randis can take some readings the next time you have an attack, and we can have a better idea. I'm not I'm certain trying. that waiting is in any of our best interests. I mean... Is is it sunrise yet, Rodrigo? Sure. Yes, it is now. Hooray. Yes. This also explains why Ket didn't get his willpower back. Or not his willpower, but his action point. Someone has <laughs> been reading Wide Wolf games. <laughs> Stupid exalted. Yep. Stupid, sexy, exalted. <laughs> I was just going to say that it seems like it's happening every few hours, so... Mm. Well, we can set out a break when we can and hopefully time it right so that if it is happening every few hours, we're at least not climbing or flying when it happens next. Mm -hmm. and How long was it between the first attack in the city and this one? Uh, I don't know. Four hours, maybe. Four hours. Yeah. And how long do we think it might have been between the train situation and the one in, when we arrived? A couple hours, I think. Hmm. Was the train one happened like right before we... Uh... Oh, between that and the city? I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Would it be five roughly or six equivalent, hours? or is it just sort of... Uh, roughly, I guess. Hmm. Well, um, I would just say, Randis, if you have any uh, ways to measure this, maybe have it handy just in case the next attack occurs. They do last several minutes, so there's time to get some readings, at least maybe not as the onset of the attack, but certainly during the attack and after, you should be able to pull something. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't had any luck yet. We should be on the lookout for anything that looks like it might be a triggering mm. effect or a stressor. I'm not aware of any, but then... Were you having any dreams? No. This one woke you up, didn't it? The pain did, yes. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Well, well, maybe we'll just be on our way. And if it happens again, it happens again. Yeah. I mean, I we that's can... That's all we can do for now. We're not getting any... We've done everything that we can do right now, and short of finding some, as, as he said, a trigger mechanism, mm -hmm. we're not going to have any more answers. Yep. Without another attack, I'm afraid we won't have any additional information, so we might as well continue on our journey. All right. It's always exploratory surgery. You sound Seems like my sound like my gastroenterologist. So uh, we're gonna pack up our things and leave. Yep. Yep. Okay. You guys pack up. Pack, mm -hmm. pack, 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 p
Are we all in our jumpsuits? I think that's the play. Yeah. Okay. Wear my stocking cap and glasses. You guys all put on some jumpsuits. Jumpsuits. I'm totally picturing Ebenezer Orem. No. Just the stocking cap. It's awesome. What's the dispensation of weapons if we're going to be wearing the coverall? Uh, well, if you want to have your weapons available to you, you have to have them on the outside. Would it be completely... Would it look out of place if the weapons yes. are on the outside? Would we be ruining the whole point of having the coverall if we're carrying weapons? Yep. Unless you're cat. Or yeah. Unless, sparkle, likely. Yep. Unless you have a way to hide it, or your weapon is something innocuous like a staff... Then you are going to people are going to be like, "Hey, look! There's that worker who just happens to be armed to the teeth." Basically, the um, the response would be similar to if you went into a factory and you saw a guy with an AK-47 strapped to his back outside of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. so is there any likelihood this is going to fit over my arm at all? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll oh, okay. fit. It's pretty. It, a little sparkle actually got you a big one. So, uh, got you one of the wide ones. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, hmm. I guess we could, uh, considering, Orum doesn't seem to need it as much with the uh, jumpsuit thing going on. Um, maybe Sakar could take it so that he could try to disguise his swords. What's that? The uh, the, the hat. hat. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to take the hat. Uh, I was offering. Yeah, I th- I'm going to take one hat so that I'm not like super recognizable. Okay. Um, but uh, I was saying maybe that you could give the other one to Sakar. I guess you have a sword too. Hmm. Yeah, it can. It can slide down the my back through the through the jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. You could put it in your haversack too, couldn't you? Yeah, I could. Secret swords. Okay. So then, yeah, I'd say maybe Orm should give. Uh, his hat to Sakar for now, so that Sakar can conceal his weapons. Okay. Okay. Weapon so concealing. Go. Hats are currently with Sparkle and Sakar. Yep. Correct. Okay. Uh, Orum hands Ket a, a knit cap. <laughs> right. To cover the ears. Mm-hmm. Put it on. Ear covering. Okay. Did you make this yourself? I did. Thank you. <laughs> Surprisingly it smells, comfortable. Smells of lavender as well. Um, <laughs> I expected nothing less from you. Orem, uh, why don't you give me a, or Stephen, give me a thievery check for Orem. A thievery check, oh, huh? <laughs> oh, great. Stupid monkey. This last one. Thievery. 28. Hey, that's not okay. terrible. We're getting better. You are. Good job. Stupid monkeys. Stupid monkey. All right. You guys are decked out. All right. As bland as possible. Super bland. Yay. Yay. Oh, overnight Orm had bedazzled his jumpsuits. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Big eagle. Undo. 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 <laughs> Uh, so which way do we need to go? Do we just 
go up the mountain? Is it easy to get through town to get out of town? Yeah, what all did you uh, find out as far as where any elf activity is or mountain ghost? I mean, I don't know. They don't know much about the anything about mountain ghost specifically, or at least no one that I spoke to. Um, but yes, the elf activities in the mountains. Um, some of the quail troops are going in there to try to put down this rebellion. The most of them are heading back to New Malakal. So uh, my best bet would just be head out of town um, and try to. Uh, Fly away. Into, yep, exactly. Are we heading towards the mountains or away from the mountains, out of town? It's a very good question. Um, you know, Rodrigo, could I get, like, just from the lay of the land, are, do people go from town into the mountains unless they're with this uh, Salamander Coil Rebel Suppression Squad? Um. There is really only one path that leads up into the mountains. That's what you did get. So chances are that's the way the coil is going. Um, there are other ways to get up into the mountains, but they're not safe. Sure. Of course not. And I would say we should go either on one of the unsafe routes or the other way out of town and then fly to double back because we don't want to be on the same path as the coil. That sounds like a good plan. Agreed. So I think the play is head west out of town and then try to grab some eagles. Yep. To double back. Down the mountain. Okay. I mean, as long as you don't get too far down the mountain. Just out of sight of a lot of people, I suppose. Okay. Into a secluded area. Really, that's all we're looking for. Okay. Yeah, someone, somewhere we can summon eagles. All we'll right. Suspicious walking in our coveralls out of the city. Uh, not necessarily. You guys Thanks. basically, you basically need to walk out, uh, out through the mountain path, and then try to break away. Okay. Cut west. We're sneaky. Yep. We're being sneaky now. This is us being sneaky. So proud. Pay no attention to the sneaky. All right. Everybody can give me a bluff check. Those of you that have hats of disguise, you're getting a plus five. So is Ket. (laughs) I'm using Beguiling Tongue, I think. Good call. Yes, Beguiling Tongue. Can I do my chameleon's mask thing? Yes. I refreshed. But that's a stealth thing, isn't it? Yep. So no, it wouldn't work here, right? Yep. All right. But, well, that was right. a waste of beguiling time. <laughs> <laughs> 20. Nicely done. 12. <laughs> uh, um, 23. Brian? <laughs> 35. You want to go ahead and re-roll that? Okay. <laughs> better, 27. Oh, so All much right. better. Good work. Did we get one from Sakar? 24. So with the plus five? Yes. Okay. Okay. Remember uh, I rolled a seven. This time I rolled a nine. Well, luckily, everybody can draw attention away from Sakar in a good enough way. We've got some pretty good rolls, so 
Um, and the roll wasn't bad. I'm so you guys um, go down the mountain path. There's you know some coil soldiers standing right there at the gate, but they just they don't give you a second look. Cool. Pay no attention to the man with the funny hat. <laughs> I am a hedge. Please move along. So you guys get a little bit away from the city. You're still on this path. Do we find a clearing that's out of sight? Not on the path. Well, we're we'll have to go off the I mean, path. You do. Nobody's looking at you right now, but you are literally on the path yeah, yeah. out of the city. We need to get off the path and find a clearing of some kind. Yeah. I figure we spend a good half day at least traveling before we even try to summon the eagles. Just get as far away from the city so we don't accidentally alert the city with them. Sounds good to me. Reasonable. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. That seems like an awful long time to be traveling the opposite direction of where we're eventually going to want to go. Hmm. Was the path headed north or? Uh, the path heads uh, west. Yeah. Well, then we can maybe just do it like a walk for an hour outside the city. I think that seems like a workable compromise. Let's see where we are in an hour. We walk for an hour. We walk, we walk, we walk. I think what you mean is you climb for an hour. We climb for an hour. There are no no other paths. Mm. So, like, is is that what you guys are doing? You're going to walk a little while out of the path and then just start climbing the mountain? I guess. Yeah. Is there... Yes, that is what we're going to do. Well, if I, I... if there's anything that, like, once we get off the path that is at all just, like, basically obfuscated, um, like, uh, you know, some trees or a big rock we can hide behind, then we can yeah, do this on the ground without having to make that's climb so, checks. Yeah. So so that that's fine, and it's fine for Little Sparkle to think that if she's never seen this ritual be used. Has, has she seen the eagles be called? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we saw it once. Because the eagles show up from the sky. Like five enormous eagles are going to circle down in a li- at a leisurely pace <laughs> until they. Touch them. But Fair we're enough. we're a couple of hours outside the city. No, you are a few minutes outside the city, and then you said we walk for an hour, and I said, "Do you climb for an hour?" And that's still the juncture we're at right oh, now. Okay. Fair. All right, then I guess we'll climb. To try to get to a place that we can summon eagles without being insanely obvious. Okay. Everybody give me a climb check. Uh, this yeah. is time put on those gloves. Yeah, say two of us should have, at least two of us should have the gauntlets of swimming and climbing. Yeah. I have a climb speed equal to half my move speed. <laughs> okay. So fancy. In that case, who has those gauntlets? Ket. And I think I do too. Wait, where's my climbing climb? It's athletics. Ah. Aha! Gauntlets of swimming and climbing. I do. Okay, so Uh Ken and Orem actually don't have to make this check. All right. Yay. And what is it? It gives us a plus what? We have a move speed equal to half our... We have a climb speed and a swim speed equal to half our speed. Okay, cool. So probably three. That seven Uh, and that nine? Now I got an 11. Hey, you're getting there. Okay. You want to roll me another dice there, Matthew? Do I? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah apparently you I did. Sure. I I always get to roll two dice on athletics check. I just yeah. can't remember the code to do it. Well, I have low roll at twenty, so that might be an issue. <laughs> hmm. I have some extra. I'll loan it to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um. Everybody, slow down. We'll get to okay. it. Okay, so as you start climbing, the first thing you notice is that um, this is a very weirdly smooth mountain. Um, It is made of that kind of uh, rock that we talked about before. This is, except it's, you know, untreated and unpolished, so it looks more like a dark red. um, And it's got all these little flecks on it. Um. But, um, yeah, pretty much right away, it becomes clear that it's very difficult to climb, except, of course, for uh, Orem and Ket, who are magically good at climbing right now. Good um, team, Elf. But, <laughs> yeah, basically, just a few feet up into the cliff face, um, Randas and Sparkle seem to be having a lot of trouble getting, getting a hold of anything. Mm. Uh, well, have to we turn do around. have those potions of climbing. We could um, drink those and see if that helps a bit. Did you guys end up buying those, or did you cash them in for the gauntlets? No, we bought them because we figured that like the people who were really bad got the gauntlets, and everyone else got a potion. Okay, well, go ahead then. Let me see if I can find out which one we got. Because there was like two options. One was really good and one was not very good. Pretty sure we got the really them. good one was very expensive. Yeah, the not very good. Yeah, Actually, that sounds right. Um, well, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily planning on doing a... Well, uh, hang on a second. Go ahead and look them up, though. Um, so basically what this means is that these two drastically slow you down for a while. Right. Um, even... You know, basically your first role is a certain amount of time of traveling. Um, and maybe it starts out pretty good, you know, right? Because this uh, little path has been carved out and there are places to climb. But then as you go on, you just find yourself in like very scary, um, scarily high up in like particularly smooth rock. Mm. So um, we'll say after an hour of traveling, you guys are not particularly in a good place to cast a ritual and have uh, Randus and Sparkle basically completely prone, kind of like grabbing onto the... (laughs) Uh, Well, we could try again, basically, before we chug the potions and like save those for when we actually have to do some kind of skill challenge. Sure. Try for another hour. Yep. All right. Comfortable with that. Everybody without magic gloves, give me another athletics check. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ramson. Well, I got a 32, but I think Brian's 14 <laughs> is going to wreck us. <laughs> okay. Did we get one from Matthew? 26. Okay. Did you roll the two dice? Hey. Gotta remember. Oh, wow. 25. So, so 26. 26. <laughs> now my rolls are going to start counting down. Yep. <laughs> uh, We're obviously okay, getting so tired. 
Makes sense. So you guys travel for um, another hour outside of the city. And um, after that hour, which goes by very slowly, uh, or I'm kind of off in the distance, he's like a little plateau where maybe you guys would be able to to do this. Um, At which point, basically, Randa's just like slides right off. Ah. And... uh, just falls down into some puffy clouds. Well, and through them, because, you know, clouds are clouds. They're clouds, yeah. Miranda Snow! Ah. Do we have a chance to grab him? You don't, but you do hear a loud clanging noise, so he probably didn't fall that much farther down. Ah. That's good. Can we climb down and get him? Yeah, you guys can start climbing down. I'm going to climb down and get him. <laughs> okay. Does everybody climb down, or are you just sending Sakar down to get him? Yeah, I am not climbing back down, <laughs> think, considering how hard it was for me to get up here. Okay. It's, it's do you want to so go help Sakar, or do you want me to yeah, who's got the Who's stronger? Neither of us. Neither of us. <laughs> it's like a wet noodle trying to lift up. <laughs> yeah, no, we're both right, so maybe we can kind of help <laughs> hold his hand or something. Stronger, but... I'm, I'm going to go get uh, Warden Duthane. Okay. <laughs> well, that, no, we're just fine, but... literally deciding whether whose character would go. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's fine by me. Basically, Orem and Randas have a brief, like probably um, Norman Ket. Oh, Orem and Ket. Yes, sorry. Um, have a brief, uh, like nonverbal. Like, should we go? Should we go? Should we go help? <laughs> and by and by that time, he's already halfway down. So. Uh, you don't need to give me another athletics check, uh, Matthew, but uh, basically you climb down and you see that basically there's this outcropping that kind of slides in. Um, and as you climb down, you see that it actually le- leads to this uh, little cave. Um, yeah. As you uh, step inside, you see that Randus is there um, and uh, looks a little concerned and as you step inside you see why as you get a couple spears pointed at you this is familiar not again uh you have quick draw don't you i do skapow swords all right uh the situation gets very tense suddenly as uh probably a couple dozen elves um pointing uh spears at you guys suddenly get very tense as uh, swords are drawn. Wow. Uh, Sounds like a great place to stop this week's episode. <laughs> Cliffhangers. Literally. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for downloading and listening. We'll be back next week with another installment of this fantastic tale that Rodrigo is telling. Until then, head over to Majorspoilers.com, click on that Amazon link, and then look for Rodrigo's book. We haven't talked about this in a while, but look for his book, Tale of Tallest Rabbit. You can order it through that link over at Amazon.com and get it shipped right to your door or electronically if you prefer. But go check that out if you want some other stories from Rodrigo. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network.
Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.